0: On today's Smart 7, big changes for the NHS, violence seasons in France and lots more. It's Monday the 3rd of July, it's National Stay Out of the Sunday and happy birthday Tom Cruise. The Smart 7, it's news but not funny. Friday saw the government announce a £2.4 billion series of reforms aimed at addressing staff shortages and cutting down NHS waiting times. The changes will take place gradually over the next five years, and they include doubling university places for medical students, creating a new apprenticeship scheme for doctors, and possibly shortening medical degrees. It'll be a slow process, but one that NHS England CEO Amanda Pritchard says will make a massive difference. We are still on track to deliver the fastest reduction, the fastest improvement of waiting times in our history, but it is not an overnight thing. The NHS has been struggling to keep waiting lists under control since the COVID-19 pandemic, and figures released last month show a record 7.4 million people in England were waiting for care at the end of April. Former Health Minister Lord Bethel says reform is urgently needed. The service that the NHS delivers to patients is very high standard. It's, it's, it's a really great... Uh, national service it just doesn't deliver it to everyone that is rationing but increased pay for staff isn't part of the new plans and as junior doctors and senior consultants prepare for more industrial action later this month health secretary steve barclay says their demands just can't be met so there's things we're open to discussing but we need to get the balance right i don't think a 35 percent demand from the junior doctors is affordable given our need to bring inflation down Around 85% of schools in England are expected to be fully or partially closed this Wednesday and Friday as teachers stage their fifth walkout of the year over pay. And things won't be ending there. It's likely the strikes will continue when lessons resume in September if demands haven't been met and head teachers are currently being balloted to see if they'll join in on the action. An independent review body's recommended a 6.5% pay increase for teachers, but Prime Minister Rishi Sunak says he's worried that'll drive up inflation. National Education Union Chief Mary Booster doesn't buy it, though. There's no evidence that public sector pay fees into inflation. The bank of England governor on half a million a year can say teachers who earn on average less than £40,000 a year shouldn't get a pay rise, I'm not going to take lessons from him. Meanwhile, Labour announced their plans to improve teacher retention, which includes a £2,400 early career payment. Shadow Education Secretary Bridget Phillipson says it's all about improving the relationship between teachers and the government. I want to reset that relationship between government and the profession, and I want to make sure that all children have an excellent teacher in the front of their classroom. More than 2,000 people have been arrested in France over the past week after the police killing of a teenager sparked violent riots across the country. 17-year-old Nahel Mazouk was shot dead by a police officer during a traffic stop in the Paris suburb of Nanterre last Tuesday, leading to anger and scrutiny over police tactics. And former advisor to the French ambassador in the UK, François-Joseph Chichon, says the situation's likely to remain charged for a while. Things are likely to to still continue to be tensed over the next few days, and there is an investigation ongoing on the, on the specific incident that started the protests. And, you know, this is going uh, to be a flashpoint over the next few weeks and months. Almost 250 buildings have been damaged and more than 45,000 police officers were deployed to try and restore order. With only 49 arrests on Sunday night, Valérie Pécresse, president of the Lille de France Regional Council, says things are beginning to calm down. I am confident that violence will decrease in the following days. But what's happening is ultraviolence by small groups and they want to uh, defy uh, the republic and the republic will not yield and we will fight back. It's been a tense weekend in Ukraine amid fears Russia could be preparing to blow up the Zaporizhia nuclear power plant in a targeted attack. In a press conference in Kyiv on Friday, President Zelensky called the possibility of a nuclear explosion a serious threat as Ukrainian intelligence reported Russia scaling back their military presence at the site. Nuclear disaster response drills have been conducted around Zaporizhzhia in preparation and Ukrainian MP Kira Rudik says they're getting ready for the worst. We are preparing for a nuclear explosion And uh, the whole world is watching and there is nothing that can be done. We have been calling multiple times for announcing the nuclear station a neutral zone and letting the international corps there, but Russia never agreed to that. Still to come on the Smart 7, Max Verstappen's on a roll and Jennifer Lawrence has another awkward moment. Right after this... Welcome back. There were no surprises at the Austrian Grand Prix on Sunday as Red Bull's Max Verstappen claimed his 7th victory of the Formula 1 season and extended his lead in the drivers' standings to more than 80 points. He was joined on the podium by Ferrari's Charles Leclerc and Red Bull teammate Sergio Perez. An appeal by Aston Martin after the race saw eight drivers penalised, including Carlos Sainz and Lewis Hamilton. It didn't affect the podium positions, though, and Max says he's pleased with the team performance overall. I think uh, the whole weekend, you know, we have done a really good job. You know, sprint, the sprint weekend is always very, very hectic, and a lot of things can go wrong, and luckily a lot of things went right for us this weekend, so um, I'm just very happy with this weekend, and we'll focus again on uh, Silverstone. Country legend Dolly Parton popped up on The One Show to promote her latest album, Rockstar, which will be released later this year. And she came dressed to the nines in an all-leather ensemble paired with her signature platforms. But it turns out the heels aren't just for her nine-to-five. Nine-to-five. Well, I'm tacky as anybody at home. You know, we all all have our comfort zone. Everybody's comfort zone is different. But I do wear the shoes. I'm so used to wearing them. I loved high heels before I knew I was even going to be short. I can't even reach my cabinets and things. So I often wear them, you know, it's like, when I'm in Japan, though, it's perfect. I can right. wear my flats because <laughs> I can reach everything. Hunger Games star Jennifer Lawrence made an appearance on Chicken Shop Date this weekend as she joined Amelia de Moldenburg at a Chick King on Edgware Road. She was there to promote her new film, No Hard Feelings, but the pair ended up discussing Jennifer's worst ever date and how she'd go about killing someone. And if falling over her own dress at the Oscars wasn't bad enough, Jennifer took one for the team yet again by living out everyone's worst nightmare when she got Amelia's name wrong. So being proposed to, like what does that feel like? I've always wanted to know. Terrifying, but Mm. very, very exciting. I like imagined it a million times, Mm. and then I ended up just going, what, what, what? What?" And then going, thank you, thank you, thank you. I really would love to get proposed to you. Phoebe? What? You just call me Phoebe. Yeah. Amelia. You've been listening to The Smart 7. We'll be back tomorrow at 7am. Hit that follow button and have a great day. Give us seven minutes we'll give you the world.